Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that's just right for you. Today's guest is Bob Vanerick. He's a former CEO of five companies. He's an award-winning author and an international thought leader. His new book, Leadership Wisdom, Lessons from Poetry, Prose, and Curious First, is intended to help you lead an extraordinary life. So welcome, Bob. Well, thank you, Stacy. Delighted to be here. We are delighted to have you. So let's talk about this poetry, right? Roses are red, violets are blue. What can we learn <laughs> from the poetry? Well, uh, you know, there are all kinds of leadership books out, and a new model comes out about every two weeks. But if you look at history, for the past 2,500 years, the greatest authors of literature have shared wonderful, keen insights into what it takes to lead your own extraordinary life. So when I was putting together this book, I grabbed uh, quotations from Lao Tzu in China through Shakespeare, Rudyard Kipling, Walt Whitman, Lewis Carroll, Robert Frost, Emily Dickinson, Marianne Williamson, and even Annie Dillard. And then I added in some excerpts from the great speeches and books of Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt, FDR, JFK, Churchill, and even Nelson Mandela. And I spiced it up with some soaring words from the Bible, the Dalai Lama, Native Americans, and even ordinary soldiers. So the result is a compendium of leadership wisdom. Absolutely. So timeless timeless wisdom and advice. So in a nutshell, since you have researched all of these wonderful minds, <laughs> how do you live your best life? What would you tell somebody if you could tell them one thing? Well, to get a taste of how to lead your one and only life, you really have to start with uh, leading yourself first. And Teddy Roosevelt wrote some great stirring words about the credit belonging to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, and who strives valiantly. And his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory or defeat. So it really takes courage to step up. Robert Frost uh, talked about uh, choosing the road less traveled. Uh, and that's that road making all the difference. He talked about stopping by woods in a snowy evening. And while the woods are lovely, dark and deep, and we all have to pause and, and have some sanctuary, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. So leading yourself well means you have to find some sanctuary, Stacy but you also have to keep your promises and be accountable. There was a Cherokee Indian grandfather who spoke movingly about the two wolves inside of each of us, one evil and one good. And we become the wolf we choose to feed. So leading yourself well is the first step to leading an extraordinary life. Does that make sense? It does. And so if you feel like you've done that and you are following those uh, those words of wisdom, how do you influence others, those maybe you want to touch in your life, those you care about most? Well, 
um, a lot of people think leadership is, wor- is, is, is somehow reserved for the elite few, but it's not. Each and every one of us leads at some times, at home, in the community, or at work. It's a choice we make about how to influence others about something we care about or that's something that needs to be defended. So how do we influence others? Well, I love the, the quotes I have in the book from Robert Greenleaf and Martin Luther King Jr. about the only way to get other people to follow your lead is to truly understand them and to serve them. That was a mind blower for me, Stacy. The leader serves. It's not about your ego. It's not about you and your greatness. It's all about them. I quoted an Israeli poet who spoke about the dangers of being self-righteous, of having the ego and having all the answers. I talk, uh, I quote from St. Thomas Aquinas about uh, how to change someone's mind, how to influence them. You must start where they are. I mean, his his quote translated from, from Latin is, to convert somebody, go and take them by the hand and guide them. You don't stand across the room and shout at them. That doesn't influence and change someone's mind. You walk over to where they are, understand where they are, and guide them to where you think will be a better place that will serve them. So that's some of the essence of how you influence other people. Well, Bob, you've definitely recited some beautiful thoughts and great wisdom for our listeners, and they can all learn more uh, about you, about Bob Vanarek, and of course his upcoming book, Leadership Wisdom, Lessons from Poetry, Prose, and Curious Verse, on his website, which is bobvanarek.com. We'll spell that for everybody, Bob, B-O-B, Vanarek, V-A-N-O-U-R-E-K. BobVanerek.com. Thanks, Bob, for joining us. Well, thank you, Stacy. It's been a pleasure. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.